0: Good morning. Happy Friday. I'm Greg Schaefer and welcome to the Virtual CISO Moments InfoSec Wrap-Up for Friday, July 14th, 2023. We begin this morning from dark reading. Chinese APT cracks Microsoft emails at 25 government agencies. Foreign state-sponsored actors likely had access to privileged state emails for weeks thanks to a token validation vulnerability. Now, this spring, a Chinese threat actor had access to email accounts across 25 government agencies in Western Europe and the U.S., including the State Department. On July 11th, Microsoft reported having quelled a cyber espionage campaign carried out by the group it tracks as Storm 0558, which is based in China and appears focused on espionage primarily against Western government organizations. Anonymous sources told CNN, that stands for Cable News Network if you didn't know, that the campaign affected the U.S. State Department as well as an entity on Capitol Hill. But whether the attackers were successful against the latter, it's not entirely clear. The hackers honed in on, quote, just a handful of officials' email accounts at each agency in a hack aimed at specific officials, CNN reported. It's unclear what kind of sensitive information the adversaries were able to gain access to. According to Microsoft's profile of Storm 558, I'm sorry, Storm 0558, it's also known for its two custom malwares, Bling and Sagrill, a Trojan that encrypts files and runs them directly from system memory in order to evade detection. In this instance, the group was able to forge authentication tokens to masquerade as authorized Azure Active Directory users obtaining access to enterprise email accounts and the potentially sensitive information contained within. Quote, Chinese cyber espionage has come a long way from the smash and grab tactics many of us are familiar with, said John Holquist, Mandian chief analyst with the Google Cloud, in a written statement sent to Dark Reading. Quote continues, they have transformed their capability from one that was dominated by a broad, loud campaigns that were far easier to detect. They were brash before, but now they are clearly focused on stealth. Bleeding Computer reports Russian state hackers lure Western diplomats with a BMW car ad. The Russian state-sponsored hacking group APT29, also known as Nobelium or cloaked URSA, has been using unconventional lures like car listings to entice diplomats in Ukraine to click on malicious links that deliver malware. APT29 is linked to the Russian government's foreign intelligence services and has been responsible for numerous cyber espionage campaigns targeting high-interest individuals around the globe. In the past two years, Russian hackers focused on NATO, EU, and Ukrainian targets using phishing emails and documents with foreign policy topics and along with phony websites to inflict their targets with stealthy backdoors. A recent report published by Palo Alto Network's Unit 42 team explains that APT-29 has evolved its phishing techniques and tactics using lures that are more personal to the phishing email recipient. In one of the more recent APT-29 operations spotted by Unit 42, which started in 2023, the threat actors use a BMW car advertisement to target diplomats in Ukraine's capital Kyiv. The sale flyer was sent to diplomats' email addresses mimicking a legitimate car sale circulated two weeks prior by a Polish diplomat preparing to leave Ukraine. When the recipients clicked on, on the more high-quality photos link embedded in the malicious document, they were redirected to an HTML page that delivers malicious ISO file payloads via HTML smuggling, which is a technique. Used in phishing campaigns that use HTML5 and JavaScript to hide malicious payloads and encoded strings in an HTML attachment or web page. These strings are then decoded by a browser when a user clicks open the link or opens an attachment. Using this technique helps to evade security uh, software, obviously, as the malicious code is obfuscated and only decoded on rendering in the browser. Interesting stuff vCISO Services is a small, specialized, veteran-owned information security firm with a calling founded on Christian values and focused on the needs of small and mid-sized businesses. Our passion is to help small and mid-sized businesses gain a fighting chance in an increasingly hostile cybersecurity threat environment by providing executive part-time virtual CISO services, information security risk management services, and CISO advisory services. Check them out at vcsoservices.com. Ostendio has a new webinar out. It is an on-demand webinar, Top Security and GRC Strategies that You Just Can't Ignore. How to Maintain a Continuous Security Program with Top GRC and Compliance Strategies You Need to Keep Everyone Secure. As a serious security professional, your job is to ensure everyone within your organization is secure, yet... Sometimes this role can feel isolating and like an endless challenge to get everyone on board. So how do you get a seat at the table and how do you engage your people in security to comply with standards like SOC 2, NIST, or ISO 27001? They brought on a guest, uh, Chris Roberts, CISO of Bloom Supersonic. He writes regularly in cybersecurity-related issues. Chris is the chatting with... Ostendio CEO Grant Elliott about the importance of maintaining a continuous security program with top GRC and compliance strategies that you will need to keep everyone secure. They cover in the webinar why you can't treat compliance as a one and done, how security and compliance work hand in hand together, how ongoing security puts you ahead of the curve, and the benefits of engaging everyone in your security and compliance program. So if you want to see the webinar, check it out. Just click on the link in the show notes. Citrix fixed a flaw, a critical one, in fact, affecting the secure access client for Ubuntu that could be exploited to achieve remote code execution. This according to Security Affairs. Now, Citrix addressed a critical vulnerability. It's tracked as CVE 2023-24492. It has a CVSS score of 9.6. It affects the secure access client for Ubuntu that could be exploited to achieve remote code execution. An attacker can trigger the vulnerability by tricking the victim into opening a specially crafted link and accepting uh, uh, further prompts. The vulnerability affects versions of Citrix secure access client for Ubuntu before 23.5.2. Any versions above there should be fine because the issue is addressed in those The vulnerability was reported by Rilke Petroski of F2TC Cybersecurity. The advisory published by the company did not reveal if the vulnerability had been actively exploited by threat actors in the wild. From the White House, yes, that White House, the Biden-Harris administration publishes the National Cybersecurity Strategy Implementation Plan. President Biden has made clear that all Americans deserve the full benefits and potential of our digital future. The Biden-Harris administration's recently released national cybersecurity strategy calls for two fundamental shifts in how the United States allocates roles, responsibilities, and resources in cyberspace, ensuring that the biggest, most capable, and best positioned entities in the public and private sectors assume a greater share of the burden for mitigating cyber risk, increasing incentives for favor to favor long-term investments into cybersecurity. The, uh, the administration announced a roadmap to release this bold, affirmative vision, taking the novel step of publishing the National Cybersecurity Strategy Implementation Plan, NCSIP, because, to ensure transparency and continued path for coordination. <clears throat> the plan details more than 65 high-impact federal initiatives from protecting American jobs by combating cybercrimes to building a skilled cybersecurity workforce equipped to excel in our increasingly digital economy. The NCSIP, along with the Bipartisan Infrastructure Law, CHIPS and Science Act, Inflation Reduction Act, and other major administration initiatives, will protect our investments in rebuilding America's infrastructure, developing our clean energy sector, and reshoring America's technology and manufacturing base. You can read the full release. The link is in the show notes. TechCrunch reports security researchers have discovered numerous vulnerabilities in Honeywell devices used in critical infrastructures that could, if it exploited, allow hackers to cause physical disruption and potentially impact the safety of human lives. Researchers at Armis, a cybersecurity company specializing in asset security, uncovered nine vulnerabilities in Honeywell's Experian Distributed Control System, or DCS, products. These are digital automated industrial control systems that are used to control large industrial processes across critical industries, like energy and pharmaceutical, where high availability and continuous operations are critical. The vulnerabilities, seven of which have been given a critical severity rating, could allow for an attacker to remotely run unauthorized code on both the Honeywell server and controllers, according to Armis. An attacker would need network access to exploit the flaws, which can be gained by compromising a device within the network from a laptop to a vending machine. But the bugs allowed for unauthenticated access, which means an attacker wouldn't need to log into the controller in order to exploit it, just be on the network. While there has been no evidence of active exploitation, Armist tells TechCrunch that hackers could use these flaws to take over the devices and to alter the operation of the DCS controller. Quote, worst case scenarios you can think of from a business perspective are complete outages and a lack of availability, but there's worse scenarios than that, including safety issues that can impact human lives. Curtis Simpson, CISO at Armist, told TechCrunch. And then finally, we have our list today. It is from XM Cyber. Let me bring it up here. It is the 10 hot cybersecurity tips to keep your employees to keep your employees to stay safe this summer. The link, is, as always, is in the show notes. So if you want to read more into it now, you can, or at the end of this podcast, I'm just going to read them to you and you can check out details with them. They're pretty simple, probably things that we all know about. But this might be something too that might be worth sending on to friends and family to keep them cyber aware as well. So number one, lock down your login. So fortify online accounts and enable the strongest authentication tools available. Biometric security keys, multi-factor authentication. Yep. Think before you app, remind employees to review each app's privacy policy and understand what data is being accessed before downloading. It's That's a little bit Difficult sometimes. Those what do you, end user license agreements or EULAs uh, can be rather long and legalese. I don't think everybody reads all of them, but I do, or so I say. Number three, own your online presence. This is a tricky one, they say, especially for so- social media inclined employees. I would agree here, too. It's just like your online branding is important, but when you're traveling, it's never good to say, in real time that you're traveling, unless it's like something that it's well known in other circles. Like if you're going to be speaking at a conference, that's already publicized. But if you're going on vacation and your whole family is going to be gone and the house is going to be vacant for a week and a half, why would you advertise that to the entire world? Number four, actively manage location services. They can expose your whereabouts like Strava, for example. You go running on Strava and uh, you upload it. It's like normally I'm running around here in Franklin, Tennessee, right around the square behind me. Suddenly I'm running in Honolulu. Probably didn't just go out there for a morning jog. Number five, get savvy about Wi-Fi hotspots. Yes, be careful about what you connect to. And um, I think most people understand that nowadays, but you just need to keep on pounding that idea. And number six. Turn off Wi-Fi and Bluetooth when idle. This is a little bit difficult to do. Yes, they said that you should turn it off, but um, I have to admit, you know, right now on my phone, I'm not using Bluetooth for anything. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this right now, just in front of you, because I'm an honest sort of person. And yes, my Bluetooth is in fact on. Shame on me. Number seven: protect your SSS with lines in it. In other words, protect your cash may sound basic, but people slip up with this all the time. Employees need to shop or bank only on secure sites. Yeah. Okay. HTTPS. We understand that. Be careful out there. Number eight, never use public computers to log into any accounts. Uh, I wouldn't say never because sometimes it's like you do need to do that. Like if you're using a business computer in a hotel, just be careful about how you do it i tend to try to set things up in advance like almost have like a an account that i don't really care about like a, a gmail account and use that for when traveling so if it does get hacked it's like it's not my primary account it's like but but i can use it to access like maybe i i'll send like a i don't know a a boarding pass there or something like that number nine share with care people post pictures that reveal that they are away we just talked about that before just you can do that but It when you get home, number 10, finally, before the break, back it up. Make sure your data is already backed up now. Really, it most of the stuff now that we do nowadays, I think that this is probably true for just about everybody. It's like it's already backed up, whether through your phone, like through me, the phones through iCloud, or uh, because it's an iPhone, um, or um, Microsoft Office 365 for my personal stuff, same thing as. You know, other other things with business. You have cloud computing stuff. It's it's not like we're changing out tapes or we're manually moving to a external hard drive, which is one thing. It wasn't too long ago that we would do those sorts of things, but we did. But just make sure, just in case you lose something, that you have a way to recover it. That's really the risk that you're trying to mitigate at that point in time. And that is it for today. That's it for the week. I hope you have a great Friday and that you have a great weekend. We'll be back again on Monday with the Cybersecurity Quick Strike. Until then, as always, stay secure.